Hey everybody, welcome. Welcome. And good day. And good day. And bundle up. Bundle up. For a nice winter treat. It's cold out. Tag. It's cold out <laughs> there today. Brando podcast. It's cold out oh, there every day. There every day. <laughs> Put on your uh, booties. Because yeah. it's a cold one out cold there. One. I didn't watch that movie this year. So I forgot the thing. Did you see the commercial with the Bill Mary and the Groundhog Day? I did see that, and I wanted to know how much they paid Bill Murray to reprise his role and seem so giddy. Right, right. He seemed very happy about it. Yeah. I think it was a great commercial. It I was mean, a great commercial. It, it hit all the right points. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Bill you, and babe? his brother. And, huh? <laughs> what? Ned Needlelander, yeah. Ned the Head, yeah. Needlenose Ned. Ned Ryerson, Ned Ryerson. What did I say? Uh, Ned Needlemeyer. <laughs> yeah. Ned Ryerson. Ned the Head, oh, Needlenose Ned. Yeah. Uh, Phil. Oh, man, that is. It was good. A classic, good movie. Absolutely. This is not at all what we're talking about today, but that is a great movie, and I actually want to watch it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is. It is kind of. Uh, yeah. It is. It is a classic in the fact that. Yeah, it's ironic that you can watch that movie over and over and over again. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So. Uh, yeah, hopefully not spoiler alert for Groundhog Day, but if you haven't seen it, then that commercial made no sense to yeah, you. Yeah, you were like, hey? So, yeah. But. Um, I got you, babe. Yeah, the, how much, my question is this, how much did they pay Bill mm-hmm. versus how much did they pay for the rights to that song? I don't know. Uh, I want to say, like, it's got to be, like, I must, of I must say, back. I don't think about this a lot, but I bet Cher likes that that song's in that movie because I bet she gets some royalties all the time for that movie. Right. Every every year around February 2nd. Right. Oh, I can't believe it. Someone's I playing totally, it. Yep. Like, yeah, it was like, you know, the Super Bowl and everything and a couple of other weird things launched. Like there was some Chris Rock thing on Facebook okay. on 2222 or 2220, 2220. Ooh. But nobody really played it up for the palindrome that it was not because oh. not only is it a palindrome in the fact that it's 02022020, but it's also it's, you're like, I was thinking about it like, oh, well, next year it'll be okay and everything. Next year it's not going to be okay because what if we switch to doing it where we do the date, month, then the year? This is like the only time where the date, month, and year really, it doesn't matter which way it is. Right. 02022020 palindromy, but... It doesn't matter if it's day or year first. Right. Well, and there's a video that you should go watch to that effect. I uh, follow a, a guy. Uh, his his, his uh, YouTube channel is Stand Up Maths because he's British. So they say maths. <laughs> okay. 
And uh, his latest video is why 2-2-2020 is the most palindromic date ever. Yeah. I missed, I, I mean, I thought about it before and I thought about it after, but I didn't think about it on the day. I'm sending this to you now. Oh, oh, okay. You don't have to watch it now. Watch it on your own Good. time. Oh, this is the listener's time. This is the this is this is their time. This is their time. This is right their here. time down here. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get to it. Let's do it. So we ooh, let's get to it. Let's do it. I like that as like a little mantra. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, you ready for a little quiz a quest, Sean? Yeah, hit me. What do you got? Um, because what we do on this show is we we ask a question of the day. Yes, we do a triggered memory. That's also true. And then we give you each a new, one new. Yeah, give them something yes. to new to talk about. <laughs> yeah, how about love? Oh, that's better than the other song I was thinking about. Nice. um that's that's not for the kids out there no they won't get that reference in two different ways (laughs) anyway the question of the day today tagger with the um with the snowiness around uh yes it's, it's always a little bit of a treat and a little bit of a scare um to wake up with with the snow covered car and and roads and everything. So my question is this. When it's snowy and you got to get somewhere. Yeah. Do you prefer to drive the back roads that aren't necessarily uh, plowed? Okay. And But are traveled less. So there's fewer cars and you're probably going to have to go a little bit like slower. Yes. Or... Travel on a main street, like a freeway, mm-hmm. where it's plowed, yes. but there's also a lot of cars going get the same way or opposite way that you're going. Right. Number one, please. Okay. Tell me why. Oh, is that part of this? Um, yeah. <laughs> Expand. Uh... uh I don't want to be around very many dumb people when it's snowy outside. Okay. And the increase of, of the uh, the uh, statistically, I will be running into more dumb people on the freeway than I will on the back roads just because of the fewer amount of people that I will run into. It's fair. There will still be some, but it will be less, statistically mm-hmm. speaking. Um, okay. Uh, and honestly, you get on the freeway and even though the cars might be moving, you might be going too fast. Um, people are definitely, other people are definitely going too fast. Um, that's very true. And so, you know, even though you might be like, I'm doing great. I'm under the speed limit. I'm driving good for these conditions. Some other guys like I'm in a truck and I'm driving way too fast. And he doesn't realize (laughs) that he's going to be in the truck in the ditch. For sure. And, you know, mm-hmm. he could hit you and take you with him. So, I don't know. I like the back road here. Even though there's more snow on it, sometimes if it's icy, more snow is better anyways. It gives you more traction. Right. And uh, you're not, you know, you're less likely to hit that 
icy patch if you got some snow in your treads. So, right. uh, and I don't mind going a little slower if I get there safely and less stressfully. So that's why I say numero uno. So I guess that's the real question is, is it, does it stress you out driving in deeper snow or stress you out driving with other drivers? Uh, well, it's, yeah, I think, especially if people are passing me like a lot, you know, uh-huh. then that's going to, that's going to worry me more than if I can take my time. Uh, cause it's just, again, the factor of I have control over me and if there's less mm-hmm. people around me, I know that I'm going to more likely to be fine cause I can drive in the snow. I'm a good driver in the snow and I know that. Um, versus when you're on the freeway or whatever, and there's, or just even when there's a lot of cars around you and they're, you know, the factor is much higher that someone else is going to do something that you're not going to be able to then control what you do um, enough to save your bacon, you know? Right. That's all. Like, like somebody tailgating you, you've given the car ahead of you enough space. Right. But then they they don't realize that you're stopping or you're slowing down or whatever, and then they break too late, and then they run into you. You run into the car in front of you. Yeah. You know, or right. whatever. And if, it, you know, um, and what the, they, mm-hmm. they usually side with the person who hits you from behind. That's usually how it goes. They usually side? No. they you, Isn't it that person's fault? That rear ends you? Yeah. I thought you're right. My understanding you're right. is um, if you run into anything, that's your fault. Unless like unless somebody you're right. ran a red light or something. Yeah. You're right. Um but it's interesting you said about like um the the crazy drivers and, and everything like that because um what it makes me think of is the fact that uh, if you're going on a road that's like speed limit of 30 miles an hour yeah, or 45 for our Canadian listener, <laughs> <laughs> 45K. And, noise. Uh, but anyway, if you're going on a road that's, that's 35 or 30 to, 30 to 35 and you're only going 15, then the people on that road are much more likely to be like, all right, this is, seems like a good speed for everybody. Let's all give each other space at 15 miles an hour. Right. Right. Versus on the freeway when they're if you're on the freeway. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. If you're on the freeway and you're going 35 in a 70, People freak out. Oh, yeah. It's still half. But even if you're going 55 in a 70 and you're only 15, you know, yeah. uh, 15. Uh, They're like, come on, off. man. Get going. Yeah. What is it's, this? It's just they. Pasadena. No matter, yeah. No matter the conditions on the freeway, people expect to be going fast. Right. And and everything like that. So it's just that weird headspace, and it just is. Yeah, it gets dangerous, and everything. And um, and I like you said, 
it's one being a good driver and two having a car that is built to do its job in the snow. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. I see these I saw this guy, we just had a you know a huge snowstorm here a day before you, and there's this guy in his Mustang. You don't in drive middle, a Mustang uh, in the snow. Yeah. yeah, in the middle of no, it was the horse. But he was driving um, his horse? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so he, he yeah, had he one just, horsepower. He, yeah, he was stuck in the left turn lane because that obviously doesn't get as much attention or mm. padded down as much and everything. And he's just like... He's just spinning? You know, yeah. Rear wheel well, drive? his car, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rear wheel, big old power, you know, big old flat tires, you know. Yeah. And it's just like... What? What? I'm like... Stay home. Yeah. He's like, I got to go deliver pizzas. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, oh, that was okay. We had this a little bit at work when it was super snowy. Um, somebody suggested that we get DoorDash to deliver a pizza. Okay. And I was like, Why don't you just have the pizza uh, delivery guys deliver it? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> and and the girl said, Well, sometimes pizza places they don't want to risk their drivers, but DoorDash people, since they're kind of like independent. <laughs> that it's like you know if they're out they're out and they'll they'll risk it you know you're more likely to get a um because there's no corporate whatever you know it's just that guy deciding if he wants to make money or not or that girl who just has you know this thing so yeah i'm like i'm like yeah but if he goes to pick up the pizza that isn't the pizza delivery guy gonna be like get out of your scab <laughs> like like that's kind of a weird i don't know yeah, and um, that's not true, by the way. Oh, for a man that delivered pizzas. And yeah, no, you're expected to <laughs> deliver pizza. Like, the, the your store might understand that it might take you longer to deliver right. pizzas. And they say, make sure you drive safe and you get there safe. Don't overdo it, even underdo it. Like, take it easy. Get to where you uh-huh. need to go. If you're up and it's going to a place where you don't think you can get to, pass it on to somebody else who can take it. Like, uh, you know. Oh, like if your, if car, your car isn't good enough. Right. If it's up a mountain and you're like, ah, I'm not going to make it up there, give it to the dude uh-huh. who's got four-wheel drive. Um, but no, they expect you, you know, if you're working that day, you're delivering pizzas. Like. That's that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, like in your jab description. So, yeah, and that's and that's kind of it. You know, is you can have a car for half the season, you know, half the year, or you can have a car that you know you can drive all year long, right? Or you know, whatever. You know, it's kind of it's kind of up to you, but uh, but yeah, definitely uh, that. Any any time I can take a back road, you're on you know, that back road, yeah. I'm yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, if I if I get a glimpse of the freeway before I go home and it's, ugh, then yeah, give me the extra twenty minutes yeah. of actual driving than sitting there right in bumper to bumper. Well, and that's the other like, thing. Like, I much rather feel like I'm moving, even if I get there slower. Than mm-hmm. if I got to sit for half the time. Yeah. I'd much rather be moving uh, forward. 
So yeah, yeah, because um, there's a couple of times when we got stuck in the snow coming uh, from uh, from Utah to Colorado, from Colorado to Utah, and there's just plenty of time when I'm just like, you know what, I can either sit here stressing out in this traffic for the next hour and be 10 miles from where I am right now. Right. Or I could pull over, sleep for an hour, (laughs) wait for it to clear, and then just keep on driving. Right. And and I definitely will do that if if it's like, oh, man, if there's a place to pull off and I can just sit. Because if it's like nothing – then sitting there just makes me so irritated. So yeah, man, that's yeah. Unless you're stuck in Laramie, then just keep driving. Don't get out of the car. Yeah, because they're gonna close that freeway down. <laughs> oh man, when was that? Oh well, I don't remember. But it was when your brother was still in school. So we have an eight-year window there. <laughs> I shouldn't really make fun of him, but still, yikes, bro. Um, <laughs> Was he there for eight years? No, he was just he was he was in the ROTC for eight years because he did like a year. Then he went to the Dominican Republic for two years, and then sure. he came back. And they were about to kick him out because he's like the longest, supposedly like one of the longest candidates or cadets, I should say, right? Um, and everything, but uh, yeah. So so yeah, he. Laramie is a one horse town and that horse is wingers. The is wingers. I was going to say the cowboy, but yeah, like it is, it is a college town where during the summer, the population drops 70%. Right. (laughs) Um, Because people that actually live there are so so few and far between. Yeah, so we went up there and we stopped. Wyoming. We stopped to see your brother, and uh, mm-hmm. we were gonna plan to hang out that night and take off in the morning. Well, it did it really snow? I mean, it did snow. It snowed, and right and no, it snowed. And the thing about mm-hmm. Wyoming too is that Wyoming is windy, windy. Yes. And so once snow starts going, the wind just blows drifts over the freeway. And so you mm-hmm. have these huge drifts, and so they got to close the freeway down. So you can't get out. It doesn't matter if you got a big truck or a small hoopty. You're not getting out of there, <laughs> you know? Right. So well, that's what happened. The biggest thing. We got shut yeah. down. The biggest thing is it is um, – it's super snowy, super icy because that wind just strips away right. any insulation on anything. Right. But then it's also like a truck super highway because it's not as mountainous and hilly as I seventy. Right. And so you got semi trucks just hauling. Yeah. And, and if the if the wind's too high, even if there's no I, snow, they just, they'll shut it down. Yeah. They'll just. Yeah, they'll shut it down because they just they just topple left, right, and center. Like I've driven on that road and just passed maybe ten, you know, like uh, flipped semis or yeah. you know t- tipped. I should say 
if they flipped, ooh, that's bad. That's a bad time. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, they'll just, you know. Um, but yeah, we got stuck in Laramie for like two days. It was bad. Was it a whole two days? We were there a whole day and we fell asleep and I think we were able to get out the next day. Yeah. But that's and we joke and we two days. That's two days too long. Yeah, and we joke that on the snow day we did everything there is to do in Laramie. We went to Wingers, we went bowling, we went to Applebee's, and I got a haircut. Oh, and you got a haircut? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I got a haircut because my brother is friends with this barber, but my brother doesn't grow his hair he didn't he, so yeah he never, and he, so he, he didn't need a buzz but he wanted to go talk to this guy so he's like yeah you need so a he's haircut, like, right you so we braved the the streets to get this freaking barber to cut my hair while my brother just talked about girls basketball it's pretty funny oh and we played a lot of drunk games sober which was not fun i did not but, have fun no. doing that. But you're you you you're really good at them when you're sober. <laughs> yeah. 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 Except for I don't know, beer pong. I'm just not good at beer pong in general. Well, I guess I don't know. I don't think most people are. But <laughs> but, I, but I don't know. But like but like flip cup and a bunch of those things easy peasy when you're sober. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's funny. Um but yeah. So yeah, so uh, keep keep some stuff in your car, uh, blanket, yeah, some, some stuff uh, and everything. A little, uh, even if you just like have it in there in the winter and take it out, but you should, you know, make sure you have precisions because sometimes you're gonna get stuck, and For sure, there's not gonna be that nice little country road that you can take to divert, you know, through the through the traffic and stuff. I remember one time. Uh, t- we were we we were off the beaten path, and I'm glad we were because we were on this really windy mountain road, and it had you know been plowed several times because the the snowpack on either side of the road was uh taller than the car had to be like yeah. six feet, and we just decided because the um the freeway was so packed with people trying to you know go the normal way. We're like, well, what about this way? We'll just try this. And we're going and it's like, oh, this isn't too bad. You know, like, oh, we avoided that accident and we're going just winding back and forth. And I was going a little too fast and I spun out like around this bend and we like almost hit the bank on one side and I swerved and missed it and almost hit the bank on the other side. And then we spun out and we're sitting there perpendicular to either direction of traffic in the middle of the road, completely blocking to like, if anybody was coming, we would have just gotten T-boned from either direction. Oh my gosh. But there was like no one there. We're like, Oh, and it was good because I I was, again, was on a blind corner and I had to like kind of Austin powers my way back to the direction I wanted to go. Cause it was, I was like, Oh, 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 a little bit up there. Oh, uh, uh, okay. There we go. It was, it was not a good situation. Oh my goodness! But, so, so um, go a little slower. Yeah, go slower. Um, I, I have a uh, okay. So let me tell you real quick the worst, the worst drive that I have 
ever had where I was driving oh. uh-huh. was after Thanksgiving one year, both of my sisters were here and we needed to get to, to the airport the next day for their flight. Okay. There was mm-hmm. a terrible snowstorm. Uh, we drove up the night before uh, to my aunt's house who lives in Denver. The night before the flight. The okay. night before the flight. Um, and anyone who's familiar, we were in Colorado Springs. We were driving up to Denver to Lakewood. It takes about an hour uh-huh. on a normal day. This took me three and a half hours <laughs> Oof. to get up there. Oof. Uh, mm-hmm. It was so snowy that there was no lane. You could see no lanes. Um, mm-hmm. You couldn't. You could. You know. And it was. You could barely. Well, they paint see. the lane lines. The lane lines white. They're the first things to go. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you could. You could see the car in front of you, kind of. But it was really snowy, and mm-hmm. so much so that it was almost foggy, but it was snow. You know, it wasn't fog. But I uh, couldn't see too far ahead of us. Uh, the, uh, I don't know, I probably went 25 the whole way almost. Uh, I literally <laughs> thought the whole way up that we will die on this <laughs> drive. Uh-huh. I remember very vividly when we got to my aunt's house, getting out of the car, going and sitting in the basement by myself while everyone was upstairs, thinking, how are we alive? I'm glad we're alive. <laughs> like, I literally thought I was going to die. Um, so, anyways, that's the worst drive I've ever had, though. We did have a pretty dang bad drive coming back from... Uh, North Dakota once with my band, same kind of situation. It took us about an hour and a half to go, um, uh, like, like, uh, 10 miles or something. Oh, see, that's what I'm saying, man. Just pull off the side so of the road. So bad. Camp it out. Well, but it was night, oh. it was nighttime and it was not going to get any better. Right. Like, and if we stopped, the, the scary part is when it's snowy like that and you can't see very – because it's whiteout conditions. You can't really see where the road is yourself. Half of that drive, I was in the passenger seat with my head out the window going, you're too close to the side. Go left a little bit. Now you're too far away. <laughs> oh. Come back. Because he couldn't see where he was on the road. Right. And uh, – and in that condition, if you pull off to the side, you're either not get getting hit. out yeah. or you're uh-huh. or you yeah, or somebody's not gonna see you and they're gonna veer too far and they're gonna hit you. So mm-hmm. we we went until we got to a town and we stopped and ate and then uh, decided we could keep going and uh, it actually cleared up really fast after that point, which was good. But oh my gosh, it was terrible. But that's what I mean, man. You stop you eat, you do something because you can't like, well, this, you try. Yeah, no, the yeah. first place we got to when there was like, there's a subway here, let's stop. Like it was the first town mm-hmm. between right. when it got bad. And so anyways. Ugh. No, uh, I have a real quick story. Similar thing when uh, I was in Canada, we got uh, caught in this 
snowstorm driving from Montreal to Ottawa. Yeah. And we got turned around at the Ontario border. Like, you know, basically Ontario police are like, eh, eh, we're done. We're full. <laughs> Ontario is full tonight. Turn her back around. What? It's like, what the, what the heck, man? <laughs> They're just like, nope. And so we got sent back into Montreal and we're like, uh, we don't have cell phones. We're just like four guys in this car. And so we're like, okay, well, we know a couple of buddies live down um, this way. So we're we're driving to their house, which is, you know, another like hour out of the way. Right. And um, as we're going, um, we're going over this bridge. And my friend who's driving, he, <laughs> the windshield, like, okay. So we're driving and this truck is just throwing slush, just on the windshield like yeah. constantly and everything and there's not really anything we could do about it and then all of a sudden the windshield wipers just give up they're just like done and so he literally can't see anything we're on this bridge we can't stop so he has to stick his head out the window to see where he's he is on the bridge s- yeah yeah, well, oh to make sure God. he doesn't like plow into the truck or anything and right. veer, or, you know, whatever. So he's just getting p- pummeled in the face with snow. And he's just like, ah, ah, ah. And then he just like, every like five seconds or so, he brings his head back in the car, shakes it like a dog, and just slush is just going everywhere, sticks it back out, keeps on driving, brings it in, shakes it off. And he's just like, ah, and like all this kind of stuff. At that point, the you know morbid humor of it all that <laughs> comes to us and we are just laughing so hard because we're like we are gonna die <laughs> we're gonna like get sandwiched in between these two trucks and pushed off the bridge and we're all gonna die but this is so oh my too funny and just could not stop laughing that's bad and then we get we get there and it's just like he's just we're all just soaked from being in the car and it's just oh it was too much oh man mm-hmm. and he's like first thing he did he's just like well it's like i'm glad i brought extra um extra contacts because these are just gone <laughs> like, they're just like i mean they're, they're like rock chipped <laughs> like, oh yeah this is bad this is bad yikes but, man well yeah. speaking of bad times in cars Oh, okay. <laughs> Wondered if we could talk about some fun times in cars. Oh, because nice. today okay. for the little, triggered little sunshine on her for the triggered memory, we wanted to talk about car games of your youth. What did you do to oh. pass the time while you was in the car? Because so, because just a quick preface for those who are children now, we didn't have internet, phones, or televisions. In our cars. Tablets yeah. weren't a thing. We had to etch a sketch. That was the closest thing to a TV in our car that you could have. <laughs> um, Unless you had one of those cool vans with like a VCR or whatever. I had but... one friend who had that. It's the only person mm-hmm. I've ever known from that time frame that had that in their car. And it was teeny. Mm-hmm. But we enjoyed yeah. it. We enjoyed yeah. it. Um, so, yeah. So, back in the day... People used to make up little games to play to pass the time. So what are some of the ones that you remember, B, that you guys would do? Oh, yeah. So 
definitely and and that's the other thing is you know when you got three kids and in a family and stuff like that like any any time you have like more than one kid i would think you're driving right you're driving going somewhere you know right like it's like we're going to disneyland and we're going to drive there <laughs> like right kind of right. kind of stuff and so um so definitely planned games uh well this wasn't necessarily a road trip game but the game we always played and i'm sure even to this day if it if it came up you know you get punched is um is slugbug slugbug okay what were your rules yeah. for slugbug cuz everyone's different and ours right. ours might be the same because you know we're we grew up together we punch each other. but uh <laughs> But what what were your rules? How did you guys break it down? So we started Slugbug when there was really only the older model of Slugbug. Right. So Old school VW rules, bugs. Yes. So the rules were you say Slugbug and then the color to make sure everybody knew which one you're talking about. Right. Because there could and, be multiple ones in your frame yep. of view. Mm-hmm. And then you could punch whoever you wanted in the arm. Then we add another uh, level where if you saw a convertible, you would say convertible and then the color, and you get to punch someone twice. Right. This is, again, we lived in Colorado. This isn't, you know, Miami or California. Like, right. Not a lot of people invest in convertibles in Colorado. Right. Colorado Springs, at least. So convertible was worth two, but then a slug bug convertible was worth a three point three hits. Yeah. So the slug bug convertible was like, you know, the crown jewel. And the the thing about the game is when you're driving around town you know where some slug bugs are just parked just normally. Like, um, I don't know if you remember on Mirage, there was that black, uh, kind of souped up slug bug, you know, with like the, um, uh, like the fenders taken off and stuff like that. So, and yeah, big exhaust coming out the back. Yeah. That one. Yeah. That one was always like, everybody's waiting for it. And it's like right when you like you know come over the hill a little bit, you're just like slug back, boom, slug bug black, bam. Yeah, dude, Somebody we were definitely you. we definitely knew where a lot of those were, and we were waiting for them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but then yeah, uh, we kind of changed the rules a little bit when then the new ones came out, and then it became like they were super popular, and we we're just like, you know, you really can only do the old slug bugs because this is just abuse at this point right so uh did you have any variations to that uh no from what i remember that's pretty straightforward i mean our rules seem to evolve together though i did Mm -hmm. remember that we did use the the new ones too uh and i don't remember the specifics of how that worked um because those weren't super pop. I mean, plenty of those sold, I guess. But you still, for a time, you would definitely see the older ones more than 
the new ones, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So... I think it was when I was gotten to high school and like it wasn't like family anymore. It was like friends and stuff. Uh, so it was kind of uh-huh. just like, it was just kind of like, eh. And that was the other thing too is when you start driving and going the same places, then, you know, like you're, you, there's that girl in your class that, you know, she's just a the girl in my class. Pink. Yeah. <laughs> there's that girl that drives the pink new uh slug bug or whatever and so you're just right. like oh wow well. like um the other the other punching game that we had uh was padiddle 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 um also known as purdiddle but padiddle was uh when a one headlight was out right yeah and so we had padiddle and then we had double diddle and then we had butt diddle and double diddles were two headlights out, but they had their running lights on. And then the butt diddle is one tail light out. Oh, we just made that, made that up one day. Nice. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't get into the diddle game very much. It wasn't really right. my thing. Um, were you, are you, or are you, or were you one that would do the kiss the, the roof thing if you ran a yellow light? Oh, I still do that to this day. Do you? Yeah. I couldn't recall. Yeah. Also was never one to do that. Um, I got that from my sister for sure. Gotcha. Well, let's see. So, so for us, like slug bug was a thing for sure. Uh, but like in big road trips, my family had a couple of games that we would play. Um, um, it, one mainstay was the musical game. Ooh, okay. Where you uh, you pick a mu- No, there was no real winners or losers, but you picked a musical. <laughs> It, uh-huh. it was fun, and we passed the time. You pick a musical, say, like at West Side Story, though we probably wouldn't do that one, or I would not be good at that one. But, uh, uh-huh. you know, you could pick a newer musical, like you pick The Lion King or something. And then okay. uh, and then you would take turns going around the car, and somebody would have to remember one of the songs from the musical and sing a little bit of it. Okay. And you'd go around well, and encore style. Yeah, but you'd go around until somebody couldn't think of one, or you okay. sang all the songs from the show. Got it. Um. So you you know again there was no real losing or not, but you didn't want to get caught without a song. So you know <laughs> right. there was still some competition in it, but that was always fun. You'd do that for you know a good couple hours going through. Some you know, a, mm-hmm. a grip, a grip of musicals. Um, another one that we would, oh, that I sometimes played later in life, uh, was the uh, was the alphabet game. Yes. Where and so what were your what were your rules with the alphabet game? The rules with the alphabet game. So the alphabet game, you have to find every letter of the alphabet in the outdoors. Yeah, um, not inside the car. Not inside the car, and it could not be attached to a. Well, I mean, it couldn't be on a license plate. 
Oh, no license plate. No. Oh, we did not play that way. Because license plate, we're saving grace, man. Well, it made it a lot hard. Hardcore. It made it a lot harder right. because if you couldn't use right. a license plate, you're sitting there. You're like, "Where's the quality in? I need that Q. <laughs> I need. Where's La Quinta? I need that Q." Uh, so yeah, it made it a lot harder. Um, but you have to go in order, right? You have to go in order, right? You got to find A okay. first, and then B, and then C, and then and so on. If you pass La La Quinta too soon. It's the worst. Right. No, yeah, you see it, and you're on, like, D, and you're like, oh, no. Waste. (laughs) We're in trouble. Um, Uh, But that was that. Uh, And I'm sure most people understand the uh, whole holding your breath through a tunnel. Maybe they don't. But but that's a thing. That's a thing. Oh, no. That's science. That's science. Yeah, it's a scientific (laughs) fact. You got to do that. Yeah. Uh, um, so we would do the thing where if you could hold your breath through a, a whole tunnel, then it's good luck or something. I don't really know mm-hmm. why <laughs> you do it, but that's the thing you do. So are you familiar with the, the story about me and uh, our friend Jordan going through Eisenhower Tunnel? Yeah, I, I, I thought you were going to mention that in the snow in the in the snow segment, I thought yeah. about it because it, it definitely worked for both. But uh, I thought right. I thought maybe you know it's a direct uh, result of playing a game the wrong way. Um, <laughs> so with Jordan, right? So we're so we're in we're we're uh, coming from Utah, Utah. I think we're we're going uh, east. On I seventy through the mountains, and for those who aren't familiar, when you get pretty close to Denver, about an hour or so out, there is just ginormous tunnel that they built through the mountain to make I seventy even work, and it is named (laughs) after President Eisenhower. It's Eisenhower Tunnel. Technically, one side's Eisenhower, one side's Johnson. But uh, (laughs) you call it Eisenhower Tunnel. So we... uh, You pass the Continental Divide in that tunnel, if that means anything to anybody. Yes, that's true. So we... we, um, Jordan's driving the car, his car. Driving his car. It's it's dry on on the the west side as we're driving up. The tunnel, it's dry, it's great, it's wonderful. He uh, he he starts. He's going through the tunnel. He's telling me on the way up. He's like, "I'm gonna do. I'm gonna hold my breath. I'm gonna make it through this tunnel." And I was like, "Dude, nobody makes it through this tunnel. This tunnel is way too long to hold your breath. If there's any traffic, you're 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 done. There's no way." Uh, so we get up to the tunnel, and there isn't really any traffic. Um, and he is holding his breath, but he's also driving. Oh. Which uh-huh. it's just a very long time to hold your breath for one. Don't do that while you drive. It's not safe. So, um, a little context, please. Eisenhower Tunnel is one point seven miles. One point seven miles. One point seven miles, uh, and the speed limit is fifty. So one point seven miles is fifty. So even if you're going fast, if you're going sixty, it takes you. Mm-hmm. Almost two or over two minutes, 
over two minutes. Well, no, if you're going 60, it takes you a little less than two minutes. Well, well, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So just, just about two minutes, just under two minutes to get through there. So you have to be, you know, a world-class swimmer or free diver or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, to have worked up a two-minute breath hold. So we're going through, and Jordan is holding his breath, and as we keep going, I am keep being surprised that he has not stopped and taken a breath, but I'm also getting acutely aware that we are slowly speeding up. as, <laughs> <laughs> And towards the end, not so slowly speeding up to get through this tunnel. Um so he does it. He's the only person that I've that I know that has done that has mm-hmm. held his breath through the tunnel. But when we got out the other side, he's going pretty dang fast. I, I would say at least seventy, if not more than that. And the tunnel basically spits us out onto the east side, which is snowy. Oh, and we didn't know. So he comes out and immediately starts to slide <laughs> we're going down a mountain uh like you know it's not it's not it's not not steep there it's it's a scary grade it's not like a seven percent but it's a scary grade right going down that side and uh and he starts slide fishtailing to one side tries to correct overcorrects fishtails to the other fishtails to the other <laughs> We probably fishtailed mm-hmm. about five times, though we were slowing down the whole time. We were starting to slow down. I thought, oh, he's going to pull this out. This is amazing. <laughs> but he kept- Do it. Do it. But he kept overcorrecting, and uh, we ended up, again, at this point, not going very fast, but we did hit the uh, the barrier on the right side of the road. Which is just one of those like oh. little corrugated metal mm-hmm. doodads, uh, right? You can skid across, you can skid along it, right? And mm-hmm. uh, he cracked his bumper, but that was it. So oh. we we tied it up and we drove off, but we could have died because <laughs> honestly, <laughs> yeah. if we were going fast and hit that, we we're going off into a cl- into a cliff. We would have been dead. So yes. so. Sometimes games are fun and sometimes games kill. Be smart about what you play. <laughs> well, be smart about how you play it. I mean, like, absolutely. Yeah, that is absolutely that is the and biggest factor. Yeah, and don't play soft. Well, I mean, that's those are dangerous games. Yeah, <laughs> like, um, I mean, the same thing goes for I think uh, any of those punching games. You know, if you're right, if you punch there. at the wrong time, man, you could die. <laughs> yeah, so it definitely kind of factors into a lot of different things. Um, nice, but uh, yeah, the we also played the license plate game. Um, what was the license? Oh, the, yeah, trying to find the different states, find all the all fifty states and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, dude, that uh, one's hard. That's a hard one. That's well. that a hard one. And that's the thing, as you preface this whole thing with the fact that you're just staring out the windows, man. 
like maybe you got a book on tape going. Right. Maybe, you know, right. you're having a, a little a somewhat of a conversation. A lot of people can't read in the car because it makes them car sick and everything like that. Um, so you're just, you know, you are just sitting there just writing right for hours right and and everything and and you know playing the dots game or something <laughs> like you know there's you know a couple right. of little things to pass back and forth between you know the different you know seats and stuff like that but um oh man there was something i wanted to mention i can't remember well when we went on our trip to oh. to disneyland uh-huh. We created, well, I think we created uh, the the monster drawing game. Do you remember this? Well, yeah, yeah, I remember because it is one of those accidental games that then just went on for hours. Yeah, <laughs> and was really fun. It was so. What, what basically what we did is you had a piece of paper, and you someone would either draw like a head. Of a monster or like a body of a monster or part of a monster. Uh, towards the end, they got really involved. But, uh, you know, it was either like half or, or another half. You would then... Well, what happened... Go ahead. Well, if I remember correctly, the origin of this was you had a pad of paper. Yes. And you drew a monster. You just drew pretty much the monster. But you drew one of his arms too close to the edge... Oh. So you had to draw his hand on another piece of paper. And then that piece of paper got a monster on it with like a tentacle hanging off. And then we passed around the pad of paper and you had to finish off whatever the other person had drawn (laughs) with like the body part that's, you know, partially off the paper. So then we had this long chain of monsters Ah. with like everybody had like a little little piece that was you know dangling and then we we you know never actually mashed them all together i never saw it all mashed together but i didn't remember that i thought that we drew like a head and then you folded it over and like drew the drew where the neck connected so basically all somebody saw was like a neck or something and then they would draw the rest of the monster that that sounds familiar too, and that might have been a variation. But I definitely remember that it that it's there was a, this a distinct. Oh well, like because if if I remember it correctly, your first guy was very uh, uh, Patterson video of Sasquatch. Okay, you know, where, like it's very like kind of Wolfman esque, you know, walking thing and so his hand was like behind him and it just like you know you just ran out of space and then you know we just like oh we'll draw it on this one oh we should draw it on and then with that kind of continued and we may then evolved it into we'll just draw the head and then we'll you know do the yeah the body and everything like that so it was a long trip so it i'm sure we long. did a we lot did that. That. we did that for a long yeah. time yeah but uh um, cool no uh one other one i just want to uh mention if if anybody is looking for a great game out there you know they are yeah uh the story by word i don't know if that's a good title at all but the one word stories (laughs) oh dude 
that the one word stories that was so good one that we that you me and danielle made up was awesome oh, you gotta and you gotta have somebody writing it down because i wish we had we did definitely oh, did not so do good. that but simple premise is you, you you tell a story one word at a time and you got to be doing it on a long trip because you got to get to that silly yeah slapstick moment Dude, but that's where tube sock came from yeah <laughs> um and you you go around and and you tell a story but each person yeah does a word at a time and it's 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 a kind of a uh whose line is it anyway yeah it's kind of a little kind of improv type game but right. uh but, but dude we it's we did that forever so on that drive yeah and it's so good because it's it's the psychology behind it where you only have a a third or a fourth or maybe even a fifth of a story right and it takes all different directions and everything the best part without like trying to get into too much of it was we went around and it was the story was something along the lines of like and there were 12 elves <laughs> named and like and that and that named was just like right there and or maybe it was like pixies or something like that i can't remember some kind of fant- fantasy thing right. but that that named just like kicked it into this now we have to come up, <laughs> to come up with, with 12, 12 names <laughs> for fairies or pixies or whatever elves and and it was that's where yeah so many good names came from yeah and so definitely get yourself some good friends some good sense of humor and um it's just a oh that's the game is it's only good with the right people and so if you don't have For the sure. right people in your yeah. life then that should be your goal. That's the number one priority. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. Get so some friends funny. that can yeah. roll, son. Yep. Oh man. So yeah, I I think um, and as a kid, I would have loved that game. But that yeah. game would have been so much fun because again, you just you have an idea of what you where you want it to go, but you're only able to steer it that way every couple of words right and so somebody starts to veer it off in something so you're just like it's like and she died eventually <laughs> but <Right. laughs> it's it's you so totally save it you could yeah it's just like and it's like and then um somebody could say period and like as their word or whatever to end like a sentence right but um yeah it's because you can you can paint some people into quarters or kill off their favorite sure. character or something. And it's, see, watch them try to struggle to save them and stuff like that. It's it's That's amazing. Very fun. Um, yeah. So uh, um, those are some old things. So Tagger, what is new? Well, you know, I wanted to uh, keep this car trainer rolling. Uh, Ooh. This weekend, I was in. Laramie, uh, Wyoming, of all places, which we've already spoken of. Um, Mm -hmm. We played a show there, there and uh, 
afterward, one of the guys and and I decided that we would go to this calzone place that was open till three. Ooh, the cal. Wait, three in the afternoon? No, three in the morning. Okay. <laughs> No, this is after this is the best calzone place ever, and they only are open for four hours during the middle of the day. That's it. <laughs> no, so they're open till three a.m. So we Oof. got done with our gig at like Juan or something, and mm-hmm. thought, "Ooh, let's sh- shoot over there and grab a bite." Uh, we uh, we take our lead singer's car, and we're driving. Okay. We're driving, and in Laramie, there's apparently not much for police officers to do, question mark. So they're uh, all, and well, at least at that they're looking moment for, in they're time, looking for drunk drivers, they're for all sure. looking for drunk drivers. Absolutely. So I've never, I, I'm driving down a road that I've never driven down before, right? Mm-hmm. In a car that's not mine, so I'm getting used to the feel of it. It is early in the morning. I, of course, have not been drinking because I do not mm-hmm. drink, but uh, they don't know that. I was kind of tired, right? right? I just played right? a four-hour gig, so, you know, there was some energy expelled for sure. I'm driving down this road, and uh, apparently I crossed the double yellow at one point. I don't, I don't remember seeing mm-hmm. this. I don't remember uh-huh. this happening. Police officer pulled me over. Zoop, zoop, zoop. Do you know why I pulled you over? Well, I do know one reason I say to the officer. Is it the taillight? Because there is a taillight out on my buddy's car. (laughs) And he's like, yes, the taillight. But also, you were swerving onto the other side of the road. And I was like, what? And my friend with me is like, what? Um, And the officer, of course, asked me, how much have you had to drink tonight? And in this situation, uh, not to throw him under the bus because he's almost done with this whole business, but the man has an interlock system in his car. So there's literally no way for me to start this car without being 100% sober because I got to blow the thing started up. Oh, wow. Right? So okay. I, of course, am not thinking of this, but my buddy in the in the seat, because the officer's like, right, you haven't had anything to drink. And I'm like, he's going to like get the sobriety cop and we're going to have a whole thing. And mm-hmm. my buddy's like, this is like, there's literally no way it's got the system. Like he had, he had, he, he took a breathalyzer before he drove basically. And, right. uh, you know, we, we wouldn't be driving without it. So the guy's like, okay, give me your license. Give me the registration. We can't find our the registration. He's like, I'll be right back. So he takes the license back, blah, blah, blah. And I we're calling the guy whose car it is anyways. Called him up and we're like, hey, buddy, uh, where's the registration? And he's trying to help us find it. We can't find it. He comes back and we're like, hey, we got him on the phone. We're trying to find his registration. He's like, don't worry about it. Here's your license. Because he obviously knew that we weren't drinking. And he gave me the license. And he was like, oh, by the way, your license is expired. You should probably go get that taken <laughs> care of. Wow. And I was like, You're just uh, like on all cylinders here. What? But he didn't care. He was just like, go be safe because you don't want to get pulled over again because your mm-hmm. license is no good. 
And I was like, ah. So I'll. So we trade. We uh, we get there right, and we get our calzones. The whole time we're inside, I'm trying to renew my license on my phone, like online, you know, <laughs> right? Like trying to get it going. Uh, and they had some kind of website issue where uh, it disconnected from the server at some point. Maybe it was doing maintenance. It was three o'clock in the morning. I don't know, but. Uh, I couldn't get it finished. I was like, dang it. Like, you'll have to drive home because I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I renewed my license yesterday online. Uh, so cool. Cool for that. But uh, thank you, police officer. You were a nice gentleman. <laughs> sorry, sorry about stuff. So that's something new that happened to me. You should be aware of when your license expires. By the way... Yesterday, I told my wife that, you know, and I went online and registered and she's like, what? Because your your license always expires on your birthday. Right. So my license has been expired since October. (laughs) Okay. Right. So she's giving me crap about it. And I'm like, I know I'm so dumb, whatever. And we, uh, so we're doing some other stuff where she has to give somebody her license information. She pulled mm-hmm. her license out and was looking at it. And she's like, uh, my license expired in January. Cause her <laughs> birthday was in January. And, uh, and then she's like, I guess I can't give you a hard time. And I was like, dang straight. You didn't do it either. So anyways, wow. we've, we've okay. been, we've both been illegal for about a month. Well, not, oh. Her birthday was at the end of January, so as really wasn't that long for her, but me much right. longer. So there right. you go. <laughs> Renew that okay. license. Be safe on the road. Play some games. How about you, sir? What's new in your life? Uh, I mean, this is this is just the theme for the for the episode, but it is also related to Get our out. automotive travels. Yes. Did you guys realize that we did not plan this for the new at all? We planned the first two things, but the new we didn't yes. plan about cars. So, yeah, you're welcome. Exactly. Um, so uh, recently, uh, Stephanie's car has been having some issues. <laughs> yeah. And um it got to the point where uh it was just like we should just sell it and get you a better car and she just hates buying like she well to be fair she has never um purchased a vehicle from a vendor she's okay um she's only gotten them from family you know and stuff like that but um you know i've taken her to see some see some cars you know and stuff like that some things and she just the whole car buying process she just does not like at all so um from from the pressure to the questions to the you know price everything is just it's no good it's not not a good thing so i've been trying to just like you know, figure out a good deal and all that kind of different stuff to save her the headache of having to go barter and right and pick out and everything like that. Cause she, she has very little preference on what she drives as well. So, well, long story short, 
car issues came to a head in the form of head gasket being oh. yeah being no baroked down and it's not to the point where the like the engine's dead or anything but like there's definitely some mixage of fluids that don't like each other um on a molecular level and, <laughs> <laughs> and they um uh, they that are, sounds bad yeah uh, water and and in the engine and oil is bad news, and so oh yeah, man. Um, so uh, we kind of just saw the signs and and it so opened we're up trying your to, eyes. Yeah, exactly. But the worst part is terrible snowstorm. So we're like, what we should do is we should go car shopping today because no one else is going to be out. Right. And so we're going to be like, listen, buddies. Like this you know, is how it's gonna be. Yeah, like you want to make a sale today. You want to justify coming into work. You're gonna give us a discount. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like and everything Shooting from the head. Yeah, um, but you know, we're just trying to figure out you know where to go and what all this kind of different stuff. And I find this car on the in the classifieds that's reasonably priced it has all of that work done it's it's a subaru like what she's driving now um a couple years newer but it's got all that um preventative maintenance already done right Right. so it's like oh well this car's good to go for another hundred thousand miles you know um and everything and uh call the guy and the guy's like oh well, I'm not there. Um, I only do it by appointment. Uh-huh. And it's like it's really snowy outside. And I'm like, well, yeah, I know that it's really snowy outside. <laughs> uh, but could you be there, like, later, like, maybe when the roads clear up a little bit, like, you know, 4 o'clock or so? And he's like, uh, yeah, um, yeah, I can do that. Okay, uh, we'll see you there. And then... Uh, it just got to the point yesterday where it was too much. And we're just like, uh, we'll just, you know, like uh, maybe like an hour after that, we're like, let's just call him and set it up for tomorrow. Right. So we set it up for today and we go down there and it's just this tiny little lot that is called just a car lot. Okay. Is the name of it. And nice. Um, <laughs> Straightforward. And, clear. Yep. <laughs> and I, I got there a little early and this guy's like, you looking for me? And I'm like, uh, I have an appointment at five with Evan. And he's like, oh, if you have an appointment with five, Evan will be here. Okay. And the guy just drives away. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> and so uh, Evan is just this mechanic. And in his ad, oh, I should read you the ad. Um, <laughs> it's It basically says... Um, Oh, let me see here. I just want to actually pull it up because it's actually kind of funny. Um, here we go. Da, 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 da. 2004 Subaru Outback. No repairs needed. Suba Dude 54. <laughs> I'm assuming he was born in 54. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. This uh, Suba Dude 54. Uh, Blah blah blah, power locks, you know, blah, 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 collision repair, blah 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 blah. Um, 
And then it says uh, safety and emissions. Buy responsible for this. I'm a great mechanic, but a really bad salesman. <laughs> if you're interested in this car or ha- or have a car to sell me, call Evan. Da, 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 da. Cars are shown by appointment only. And then he's like, uh, call or text for appointments to see. I do prefer calls. So, um, yeah. So, basically, he's like, yeah, I'll do this, but... If I don't have to text, I would prefer it. <laughs> and everything. Um, so yeah, so um, so we went down there. Evan showed up, and he's just this yeah this nice older gentleman, uh-huh. like hands just you know black with <laughs> engine your car grease and everything. And that's what he does is he buys uh, old versions of us uh, you know cars and he just fixes them up and sells them and stuff like that nice and he um you know i was like hey you know if you want to buy this car um you know here's what's going on with it and everything and you know we can maybe use it as a trade-in because i don't like necessarily selling cars either because then people ask a million questions and you're like oh are you just gonna buy this or not like this is the, everything I said in the description is everything that's in there, you know? I'm right. Not, <laughs> right. So I'm like, he's saving us the headache of, um, of selling her old car in the condition that it's in. Right. Which, you know, um, he is giving us a great deal on a good car that has, you know, been, you know, uh, fixed up and, you know, has has the maintenance and everything done, but um, the best part about this whole thing was he he is a terrible salesman because we're standing there in his lot with the four cars that he's you know ready to sell and everything. Uh huh. And we're like, well, you know, um, and it's like, well, we have that Subaru, you know, so like that's what we kind of want to you know trade in and kind of talk about the. the if you, you know, can give us a break on the price or whatever. And he's like, how many miles are on it? I'm like, uh, like 118. He's like, well, why are you selling that? I'm like, well, you know, like it's been overheating and stuff like that. He's like, oh, well, that's only going to cost you like 15 grand or like 1500. And then it'll go for another hundred thousand miles. I don't know why you're upgrading. He's like, you, uh, <laughs> like uh, um, well, it, I mean, we sat there talking more about how we should just fix the car that we have. But you have a head gasket leak, I thought. Yeah. You can't You can't fix yeah, that, that, really, can you? Well, it depends on how bad it is. If you if it's just leaked and you haven't driven it, then yeah, you can change it and flush it out and machine the heads and it's just the problem with the Subaru is it's not um it's not on the top of the engine. It's uh, on either side and you have to you have to pull the engine out and do sure. all that. So it's you know, it's anywhere from like, you know, fifteen hundred to twenty five to thirty or twenty five to three thousand. So it's it's a big job, right? Right. And it's very common, you know, around a hundred thousand miles, all this kind of different stuff. But um but this that's what this guy deals with all every day, all day. Right. right. So that's he's what just he, like, I you know, could do it. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I don't know. He's like, I mean, like, yeah, like 
it's like, and we're like, well, we were quoted, you know, it was going to be 2,500. And he's like, well, I mean, you got to shop. And I'm like, I've shopped around and like the lowest I saw was like 2000 or whatever. Um, if you're doing it in an actual garage and not like somebody's, you know, backyard or whatever. Right. right? Um, and he just, he just would not let it go. He's just like, He's like, you could sell that on. It's like you could post that on the classifieds right now in the condition it's in. Get at least you know two grand for it, and this, that, and the other. It's like I don't know why you're selling a car with so low miles. Like I don't know what you're doing, <laughs> and we're just like, well, you gotta. Do you want you gotta, the sale or not, buddy? I know. <laughs> well, and this is the thing. I love this guy. Like I'm like, I'm like, I love the fact that I have to convince you to sell me one of these cars. Right, (laughs) And so um, the thing that convinced me on this whole thing is one, he offered us 1500 bucks for that car, which Mm -hmm. it's only worth 2000, maybe 2,500 in great condition. And it has at least a thousand, if not $2,000 worth of repairs that, or even $3,000 that has to be done. Right. You know, so he offered us exactly what I was probably going to post it for, if not more, right? right. I would have settled for probably less. We only got it for a thousand, so we made five hundred bucks on it. Yeah, after driving it for however long, and the the kicker is, yeah, he's he's taking it off our hands, and he's grateful to do it instead of me haggling with some guy about or girl about you know. Well, it's like, oh, well, I can't really drive it with the head gasket there because, you know, so I'm going to have to pay to get it towed and that's going to cost me this and that's going to, and be like, oh my gosh, just take this stupid car off my hands. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> no, I don't want to answer any more of your texts. No, I'm not willing to do a trade for a stu- another car. Like all those stupid things. Yes, right. you have to be in state. Right. I'm not going to ship it to you. I don't care. You know, all these kind of right. stupid online sales. So he, and then, and then the other thing is, yeah, he gave us a huge he gave us that $1,500 towards the car that, you know, we were getting and everything. And so that ended up being $2,000 for that car. Nice. Um, we actually upgraded to a th- 2006 that he had that he hadn't listed um, or anything. Nice. So I'm like, we were going to end up paying $2,000 for that repair. Right. right. Instead of paying $2,000 we got a car where the radio actually works uh-huh. the lock the the key fob works um you know and like all the preventative maintenance is already done and right. it's it's 5 years newer and it has you know about 50,000 miles more so i'm like in my mind we paid the same amount of money but we got a much better car out of it than just repairing that and right you know and everything like that so i'm i'm very happy with the result um provided this car is not a piece of crap that just explodes or something <laughs> but, <laughs> right but i mean and um you know he's not like a dealer necessarily so he he already did admission or safety and admissions he already did taxes and everything. So all Stephanie has to do is go to the DMV and pay for the title and the license nice. or start and the plates and everything. Right. But there's no dock fees. So that's $200 you save, you know, 
from any other dealership. And we I might asked him like with the dock fees and everything like that, like, is that just, you know, a big scam basically? He's just like, well, you know, you get your license and everything like right there, you get like a temporary license and then the, the, the dealer goes to the DMV for you. Right. And everything. But then he just talked about how much of a headache that is because he'd be in line behind the guy that just sold, you know, that's going in for some big dealership that sold 60 cars. And he's like, I got to sit there for four hours just because I sold one, <laughs> you know, like right. that week or whatever. So he's like, so I don't do that anymore. It's like 200 bucks. Yeah. I'll sit in the DMV for two hours for 200 Ser- bucks. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. So all in all, crazy. That's it awesome, was a, man. It was a great buying experience for me just because <laughs> the guy was like, like no bull, no, he, he, he's like totally real where he's like, yeah, I mean, people haven't bought this car because it's kind of got a funky smell. So I mean, <laughs> uh, you can ride it around for a while and, you know, eventually the smell is going to go away. Uh, it's got really low miles and it's, you know, but people don't like it because of that. Right. This one, you know, this one's really nice. But, you know, and he's just like, and the other awesome thing about it is you can tell that he does know his, well, you can't really tell, but you get a sense that he really knows his stuff and everything because then he hands, he hands you all the different stuff, all the paperwork and the Uh uh, disclosures you got to sign and all that kind of different stuff. And then he hands Stephanie this little half sheet of paper that's torn at the bottom that you can tell that he he prints two on the same page and he tears the bottom half, you know like like licks it and like puts it on the corner of the table so Get he can out. rip it <laughs> okay. that has a list of common things that go wrong in subarus and like how to prevent them oh wow so he's like most common thing blown head gasket so keep an eye on your you know your temperature always make sure you have it coolant subarus Always leak oil. So always check your oil. And he just goes through this like six point list that he gives to his customers. I'm like, this man cares. Like this man. He's like, you know what? You're buying this car. Here's all the crap that I've seen. If you get this code, you know, you might need a new catalytic converter or you could just do this workaround and like pass the emissions. You'll pass it about 80% of the time. It was, awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. awesome. I was just, that was like the just the cherry on top for me, where he's just like, "All right, I'm gonna just you know give you a little tips on on how to keep your car nice." And I'm like, "What dealer does that?" I mean, they're like, "Yeah, no, come back for oil crazy. changes or whatever." But this guy's like, "Yeah, I I know how to take care of my car. I know how to I've taken care of all these cars." And the other cool thing is, I know that if I needed to i could literally just buy the um what's it called the car that i just sold him back Uh and i would just pay his like repair cost that's like really like that's where he's making his money he's basically a mechanic that just does his own thing he buys a car fixes it and sells it for the cost that it would be for someone else to fix it you know what i mean Right. Like if somebody brought, if you brought him a car and said, can you fix this? And he would say, it'll cost you $2,000. It would be the same as if you sold him the car and then he sold it back to you for $2,000 more than you, he he bought it for. Right. So that's exactly what I wanted 
in a in a in a you know in a, in a deal yeah man is, that's awesome is yeah so anyway that was a lot of fun and she's got a much newer car feel a lot safer and um yeah should be should be good stuff plus it's pretty close to what i drive and i've done so many repairs to my car that yeah i'm very confident in all the repairs that are possible on that car so right Nice, man. Yeah, so uh, cars are, you know, cars are fun cars. stuff. Yeah. All over the world. They are fun, fun stuff. So hopefully uh, we gave you a couple of things to do on a, on a road trip. Yeah. Or be safe first. Be safe. Watch out Go. for the snows. Go yeah. when it's safe to drive. And And you know what? Take that. Take that back road if your car can handle it. Absolutely. First off, get a car that can handle it. That's the first tip. If That's you, if the this thing. Is, but don't yeah. drive stupidly. Still be cautious. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And enjoy and yourself. Fun along the way. With others. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. We appreciate you, you joining this. And if you're listening in a car, I hope that this just Give us a hug. kind of... Yeah. <laughs> we want to hear you just... Whenever you're listening to it, and when we hear our next someone honking at us, that's what we're going to assume. Oh, they're, you're, just listening they're listening to our, to our podcast. podcast. Oh my gosh. How does he know about it? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> just give us, give, give us a honk. We'll give you a little wave. Yes, yeah, right. And there you go. All right. Well, thanks so much, everybody. And uh, we will talk to you in a week. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.